ready for your punishment, slave. I sometimes scream out, no. When really, I mean, yes. Yes, yes! And this is why we have the safe word. Until we hear the safe word, we will not stop. She's not a Christian! No! Safe Word with Jason Rouse. Hey, this is uh, Jason Rouse, and welcome to the Safe Word Podcast. Uh, I'm down here in downtown Hamilton uh, with Eric. It's Eric, right? <laughs> yes, Eric. Eric Johnson? Eric Johnston with a T. Johnston with a T. Eric Johnston here, and uh, we are walking around downtown Hamilton. We're going to do a little tour of my old stomping ground and uh, point out some of the uh, Hamilton, what do you call them, specialties? Uh, oh, there you go. That's a cop, by the way. <laughs> almost hit my foot. <laughs> and it would have been my fault. Um, so what's how? Okay, let me catch everyone up here on the show. I'm in, uh, I've left Los Angeles, escaped, <laughs> with a little piece of my soul left. And um, I'm here in uh, Hamilton to start my uh, my enemy myself tour and um got some shows coming up but last night we uh we did a comedy in the creek yeah comedy in the creek's show i've been running for three years three years so and you do a show there once a month last tuesday of every month so you're also from hamilton or would you say stony creek well i'm from stony creek yeah corner of uh gray's and eight, gray's and eight. you eight. couldn't get any more stony creek than that yeah yeah, that's that's kind of it's pretty. Um, what would you call? There's fucking nothing there. No, there. Well, they put an A and W in recently. That was nice. Mm. A nice orange sign hits my window at the right angle. Yeah, and where else can you get two teens for four bucks? <laughs> Downtown Hamilton. Yeah. <laughs> and we're walking. This used to be. Uh, we're at the corner of uh, Houston and. Uh, oh no, what? Houston King. This used to be. Uh, A bingo truck. No, even before that, it was a shopping Kresge's. Yeah. Kresge's. Yeah. Now what is it? Now it's nothing. Now it's a boarded-up thing with uh, someone drew an evil Mickey Mouse on the front door. Uh-huh. And I think they want to turn it into a concert venue, but I don't think the city's letting them. They'd rather just have it sit empty and be nothing. The Hamilton way. <laughs> Well, what's, uh, what's happening tonight? We're going to go down and do the amateur night. I guess I should probably tell you about some of these show dates. Um, yeah. <laughs> he hands me the microphone. I don't know him. Uh, he, he what? You had Stony Creek last night. Hamilton tonight, amateur night. Uh, and then I know you're going all over the place. Uh, Kingston, Belleville. Uh, Ottawa. St. Catharines, Niagara Falls. But more importantly, just go to jasonrouse.com and check out the dates. These are all Ontario, a couple dates in Quebec, I think. And you're going to watch and watch the show and all that jazz. We just passed the uh, some sort of uh, homeless shelter. We got kids here with teardrop tattoos. And real tears on top of the teardrop tattoos. Real tears on top of the tears. It's a good name for a porno. <laughs> tears on top of tears. Inking mistakes. We're pulling up to uh, Jackson Square now, where all the dreams are lived at one uh, electric chair at a time. <laughs> yeah, that's a perfect description. I heard Hamilton sells more 
Uh, those rascals in any city in the country. They're all over the place. Actually, apparently, there's a, I found out recently that you can get them like as a part of a benefit program with the city. Like, if you're from Hamilton, you get an even bigger discount on the rascals. They've got gangs of them. They're all parked out front of the LCBO and Tim Hortons. And, yeah. yeah. Ball of cooking sherry in the basket <laughs> and a dream. And a flag. Sons of Anarchy flag. Yeah, that's a that's like the Hamilton tuxedo. It's like I don't know what it is about Sons of Anarchy that people from Hamilton connect with, uh-huh. but it's just like this is us. <laughs> but instead of motorcycles, it's with scooters. Yeah, or talent. Yeah, none of the talent and uh, all that stuff. But this is uh, it's the city's getting a little better now, isn't it? it? Is. You know what? It, uh, the idea we're walking around to do a tour of, to shit on some stuff. There actually is an amazing stuff. We're actually crossing James Street right now, and James Street has become kind of the, yeah, the Brooklyn of, of Hamilton, I guess. So there's all these great food places and concert venues and, and um, the Club Absinthe just right here on the corner. This is an old Lister block, block building that they're going to tear down. Yo, Club Absinthe, April first. That's where I'm going to be this Friday, and him with, with anniversary. Yeah, we're. Do- Yes, and uh, we're doing a show this Friday uh, at Absinthe. It's me and a few bands. It's gonna fucking rock. So, are you doing like a time in between every band, or just right before the headliner, or are it, you the headliner? Like, I don't know. How it's a it's work. a co-headline. You know, uh, some shows I'll close, some shows I'll I'll be in the middle near the end, kind of thing, depending on the uh, the kind of layout of the room and and what have you. It's interesting. Can we take a walk by? Uh, actually, over by Absinthe. Yeah, we're actually there's a so this street here called King William Street is another street that's branching off and has like a like amazing restaurants and uh, like I say club absence on it. There's a place called Baltimore House where they have different themed party nights and stuff like that and it's really great. Like the city is coming alive again and people aren't terrified to come downtown anymore and uh, they're building condos and stuff everywhere. Um, homegrown Hamilton get some great coffee there like there's a lot of great stuff going on the uh, the shame of it all is they put these millions of dollars into renovations uh, in these new buildings and stuff and then there's a homeless guy pissing on the front door uh, but that'll clean up soon enough I think I hope yeah it's uh, it's going through a, a renaissance I guess yeah absolutely it's cha- Hamilton's changing and it's it's uh, it's embracing the arts which is something that Hamilton really never had um, bands can play anywhere when I started doing comedy here uh, five years ago you could there was only one night a week one night every two weeks the amateur night on the yuck yucks on upper James um, now you can do a show almost every night my show and there's a bunch of shows open mics all over the place and book shows and monthlies and and yeah. all kinds of stuff it's very much uh, it has it, it's a it is an early Brooklyn with the the all these kind of little uh, coffee shops and art venues and and what have you. And expensive condos. <laughs> like they we're about to, we're walking past one right now. They think there's only going to be like 30 units in this, and they've all they're all for over like a million bucks. Yeah, it's crazy. This area. What what is, what is this? Over by the police station. Or, yeah. So we're right now. We're on King William between James and Houston. Uh, we're actually walking right in front of Club Absinthe right now. Now, across the street here, there's this place called the Empire Times. And none of these buildings that were there just going to get torn down. But people went in and, and redid them all. Now they're, like, thriving businesses. There's a place on the bottom called The Mule. Uh, it's, like, tacos and uh, burritos and stuff. All 100% gluten-free. And that's just kind of the way she's going these days. But that's great. 
Yeah, I, you know, this city was a write-off for me for a long time. Well, that's why you got the fuck out of here so quick. Yeah, You're like, was, I'm 16, I'm illegal to travel, let's go. Yeah, there's not a, wasn't a lot of opportunity, and if you were really trying anything outside the box, it was, uh, it was quickly extinguished by the locals. Well, it's like, <laughs> to try hard at anything, to be, to work hard to be anything, you're just considered a fag. Look at that fag trying to be a yeah. comic. <laughs> like, look at you. You're not going to get a job, you fag. Like, like <laughs> reader. Yeah, look at you reading. Look at you expressing yourself. But yeah, it's just, you know, it's different now where... If you're not doing something that you love, now you're the fake. If you get a job at Stelco, it's like, look at the job at Stelco, fake. <laughs> like, yeah, you know it's I mean? settling. It's settling. People like to settle. But all these, uh, this whole area used to be fucking gnarly. Yeah. But now it is all condos. It's so weird. Condos and great bars and restaurants. Yeah. And that place I was telling you about, that hamburger place. Uh, it's supposed to be the best hamburgers in Hamilton. I haven't been there yet, but apparently it's great. Yeah, it was Hess Village was kind of like the staple for nightlife. Now it's coming back into the city. Well, absolutely. Hess Village was the place, If you know, when you were a kid, or a kid, when you were just starting drinking in your early 20s or, you know, late teens, sometimes early teens, from depending what time uh, part of Hamilton you're from, is all oh, go to Hess Village, Hess Village. But now it's like, oh, I don't want to go to Hess. Let's go to King William or let's go down to Augusta Street and yeah. all these old buildings that, again, we're going to get torn down. But someone put a bid on it, got it for cheap, put millions of dollars into it. Now it's a place to be, right? Mm. Yeah, and that's that's it. That's it. <laughs> you put the mic to me after I finished. I'm like, I'm trying not to sound out of breath here. We're walking at a pretty good pace. And uh, in Stony Creek, you don't walk it's that anywhere. Cinnamon bond <laughs> slowing you down. It's like give me one of those day olds for 99 cents. I was saving my stomach for sushi. We didn't even go. There's a memorial piece, art piece here with all the people who've been murdered <laughs> playing basketball down here. In the 90s. Yeah, we used to ride our bikes on the roof of Jackson Square here. If you don't know this, uh, on the roof, there's all these kind of banked patio stones and stuff. It was great for, like, skateboarding and riding our BMX and shit like that. They actually... This mall's kind of dead, though, isn't it? It's eerily quiet here downtown right now. I don't know. Like, it's not, it's kind of a nice night. It's like 14 degrees. Mm -hmm. But no one's out. It's like, oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. It's scary. It is a scary place. <laughs> I know. Let's now we're gonna, you know when you're in like a scary movie or The Walking Dead when it's all quiet for no reason before about a million yeah. zombies pop up. That's what it feels like downtown right now. I like uh, David Tell's joke. You know that quiet you get just before a hooker pisses on you. <laughs> <laughs> you hear some birds off in the distance. Yeah, man. Maybe we should go to the strip club later. Hamilton Strip. Where Have you been lately? I haven't been. Actually, I know the owner now. He's like, come by, take care of you, whatever you no want. No one ever wants to fuck the owner of a strip club. <laughs> He's a pretty nice guy, though. Uh, <laughs> what, does that mean he fucks you face to face? <laughs> and uh, gives me a massage after. He's a big guy, you know, caring, loving. Um, but yeah, I don't know, it's, it's weird when you're a comic, all the stuff that you get. People see your face and stuff more, like, yeah, come to the strip club and... Oh, get up with a whore. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's really nice of you, thank you. Because you liked my dick joke. I know, how romantic. Yeah. You, your, what was your background like? You started in like children's television or something. Well, no, well, I started with uh, dance. When oh. I was seven. you might. I'll, I'll cut that out. But go on. <laughs> I was gonna say, I'll let you go with that one. But 
Uh, from there, I went into theater and uh, musical theater. Musical theater, theater. I'm like, you know, I just knew as a kid that I wanted to get on stage, and I didn't know how. My dad was a professional wrestler, so I would see him kind of on the world stage, and he was in the Starcade '93 for WCW and stuff. Well, well explain. First of all, I had some friends uh, that are into wrestling. Yeah, and. Uh, your father was uh, what, what, late 70s, early 80s? It was 70s, 80s, and then about mid-90s he stopped wrestling. Okay. When, how old was he when he started? First of all, what, what's his name? His name was Bullwhip Johnson, one of the Hamilton original kind of like shooter guys. He trained actually Edge and Christian and Valvinus and stuff, uh. and he was a show runner in Hamilton. He used to run shows all over Hamilton. And so he would, like we're doing in comedy, said, you know, do it yourself kind of stuff, get a venue, yeah. sell tickets, promote it, get your friends together and try and get something off the ground. And that's like when, whenever I do these shows now, this Comedy in the Creek show, some of my dad's friends show up and they're like, holy shit, your dad would be so proud of you doing yeah. this. And we used to run this show at the Kiwanis Club and sometimes we'd make no money, sometimes we'd sell out. He's like, but your dad would always pay us the same and pay us when we came in. And that's just hustle spirit. I think that's Hamilton spirit where you don't really wait for the phone to ring, you kind of make your own calls. The yeah. smart people do. Well, I mean, some people wait for the phone to ring. Yeah, I mean, smart people in the sense that they're not waiting. There's Because if you, I, that's one thing that really drives me nuts is having to wait for people to get their shit together. <laughs> you know, when you, you clearly map out, look, we just do this, this, and this, and then they busy it up with their bullshit and excuses. I just, fuck you, Patrick. <laughs> For one of those, like for me, I just wanted to not be able to say no to anything. You know, if, if, a, if, if a booker or an agent was like, do you got a demo tape? Yeah. Do you have a stand-up demo tape? Yeah. Do you have a voiceover demo? Yeah. Do you have a resume? Yeah. Do you have business cards? Yep. Do you have a website? Yep. Some of these guys don't even have headshots and they're trying to be professional comics. I got my first set of headshots when I was 18. I got chirped for it. Like, what do you need headshots for until you need headshots, you know? And I know. There's just some simple checklists of things that you should have to be uh, treated as a professional and some people are just don't have a fucking clue well they just say it's it's show business but then someone said you know i've heard it quoted before where it's it's actually business show you need to do the work in the business side of it to get the shows yeah the i show mean it's a reward yeah and the money you know is a nice byproduct but if you don't get your shit together there's nothing Especially when people, you're, you're working towards something and they come up with a series of excuses and go, well, we're dead in the water now because you don't know how to make things happen. Yeah. Asshole. <laughs> well, I just think that, you know, um, you just got to, just gotta, it's just work. You got to do work for it. And when people expect things to come to them, they're going to be waiting for a long time. And shortcuts are non-existent. There's no shortcuts at all. But there is a, a pita pit. I wonder how... Before these moved into shopping malls, I used to see people get beat up in pita pits all over <laughs> Ontario. It was like, it was like the the Fight Club at the end of the night. It's yeah, pita pits. So there's a Viva La Pita here down by Hess Village where people get more than beat up. A couple guys have been killed near that place, but it's just you know we're hungry. Let's go get food. We're wasted. Bunch of guys. Some girls go there, and it's just, it's literally like walking into a zoo. Tony's Corner <laughs> when it was over by uh, Fever uh, yeah. Absent there. It was just like, who's going to get beat up and when? It was inevitable. It's like if these guys don't see a fight, they're pissed and they'll start one just be like, okay, I guess I'm going to have to start a fight then because I, I didn't get to view one. Oh, and I remember when the, the students would come in for school, was it Frosh Week? Yeah. And then they would, um, they, they were from all over Canada. 
and they're from small towns. They show up, and it's a blood like they, they're not they're animals in the wrong cage, yeah. and like they're getting f- boot fucked. <laughs> like, hey, excuse me, could you have a lighter? What are you looking at, faggot? <laughs> Whack! <laughs> and it's like it's so. Uh, people just say I think it's Manolis who quoted this but no one wants trouble but everyone's ready for it like everyone wants yeah. to fight you know it's no one wants to fight but it, like last night at the show at the end of the show some guy said commented on they're how, never surprised no, when no. there's a fight but someone was like hey dude I like your hat and he's like what do you think my hat's fucking funny how about I take it off and show you how funny I am yeah. all the guy said was I like your hat and yeah. he was genuine about it like hey I like your hat man connection with somebody <laughs> and ends up in a fucking knife fight with a scorpion <laughs> literally Hamilton is described as that scene from Goodfellas where he's like what am I a clown I fucking amuse you like you we think I'm funny yeah. and that tension in that scene is literally what we live in 24-7 yeah <laughs> I know the city's changed because I, I, there was those three native guys that were walking down the street towards us yeah. a minute ago, and the one guy bumped, we, we brushed shoulders, yeah. and that would be enough. Yeah. <laughs> that would be enough that I am in a, 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 you know, a, a knife fight with an Indian. <laughs> Just, it's all about respect. You've got to respect me. You've got to respect me by fearing me. It's just, ah, it's fucked. It's a very... Uh, uh, it has a very kind of biker mentality. You know what's funny though is because like, we talk about all these fights, but I rarely get in fights, and I think comedy has a lot to do with that, where I just make these guys laugh. Yeah, well, and yeah, you're you're labeled as a non-threat. Yes, because if, if they're like, you want to fucking go, I'm like, where are we going? You want to go for dinner? I say something fucking stupid. And, and like, this they, guy's sick. This guy's sick. all right. You're cool, man. And I think that's what uh, where a lot of the funny comes from, you know. And also, uh, Early on, one of the one of my first agents told me he's like, "You do whatever you want. You go and have fun with your friends. Just don't get a fucking record, because then you won't be able to go to the states, yeah. and then your career is over. You'll be working in fucking Stony Creek for the rest of your life." Oh, and so I always thought that whenever there was a fight, I would step back and I avoided so many fights. I just turned into this big fucking pussy. So <laughs> now when they start, I'm like, "Oh, someone should call the police." Well, you've got something to lose now. Yeah. Future. You know, a f- yeah, a lot of people don't have a future, so there's no point. They got free health care and time. Yeah. <laughs> so what do you want to do? Let's oh. fucking kill each other. Uh, where are we passing out? George. The George. George Didn't this used to be like Beers of the World yeah, or something? So I've never been in this establishment. Well, this is I've never seen the windows. Open. Oh, it's nice now. Yeah, actually, they made it like a cottage theme. Uh-huh. It's really nice in there, actually. There was a girl that Patrick was banging who used to work there. Oh. We'd go in there and she would give us free rye. Like this. Like free rye. <laughs> it's so Canadian. Yeah, it was great. We got free rye. <laughs> He kept up the relationship so we could go get bombed there for free. Oh, who was the handicapped girl that him and Izzy ate out from Corktown? <laughs> I don't know. There was some girl with cerebral palsy. <laughs> and it was weird because Patrick told me he was banging her in the ass. And he felt his balls were tickling. He looks under and, and fucking Izzy's eating her out. <laughs> well, well, Patrick's hamming her in the dirt star. Isn't that, that weird? Sounds like a... Pretty standard Hamilton weekend, I think. Yeah, up the ass. You always end up with a hangover and a fucking piece of rubber hanging out of your shit. <laughs> so th- <laughs> Moving on to fucking piece of shit. We're in front of the new A&W down here. This is another place to fight. Yeah, which uh, was also uh, an A&W before. Yes. <laughs> it was an A&W. <laughs> down to build an A&W. Now, what, uh, what was the place here? We used to, uh, Harvest Burger. Yes, yes, the, yes. When it, Yeah, that was a good. People used to get fucked up. This used to have a bar in it. Really? It was like, <laughs> I can I get a that. garden burger and a Jack and Coke, please? <laughs> and if anyone needs me, I'll be fighting on the patio. So what we're trying to say is uh, don't fuck with Hamilton. <laughs> it's scary. 
Like, I had a buddy of mine say he was meeting me for a meeting. Uh, we were going over some script stuff that we had written. He goes, hey, I just got to downtown Hamilton. I'm going to go to the Tim Hortons here. I'm right on the corner of uh, King and King, King and Caroline. <laughs> I'm like, oh, don't go to that Tim Hortons. <laughs> and he's sitting in there. And I go to meet him. With hey, a man. knife in his teeth. <laughs> he's sitting there. Hurry, like, man. He's got a fucking script in front of him. So there, right away, he's different than everyone yeah. else. He's got something in Haircut. A piece of paper. He's got pants on. Anyways, I go in. I go, I go, you know, it's, it's cool that we're here, but this one's this is kind of a rough Tim Hortons. He's like, what do you mean? And literally three seconds later, guy gets on his phone. He's like, Tina, I want my fucking TV. You're not taking my TV, oh. you fucking bitch. <laughs> and everyone's just, no one's paying attention to it. Because everyone's afraid to be like, hey, buddy, if you're like, hey, buddy, keep it down, you're dead. You're yeah. Dead. Yo, he'll fucking, what? Dude, He's very much, yeah, you know, because there's so much nothing to lose. This guy is going to bite someone's nose off. <laughs> yeah. and Tim Hortons. And he doesn't care. Then order a fucking honey cruller. And they're like, do you want a bag? Yeah. Like, literally, they don't. <laughs> it's just everyone sees shit go down, and they just, okay, well, I'm not paying attention to that. Uh, because he was wearing fucking all red. He's with his boys. Fucking had six cell phones on him. Pylon. <laughs> Just fucking. Gina, you fucking cunt. Yeah. I want my TV. I don't, I don't even have it fully paid for yet. And you think you're going to take it? Yeah. And he's like, I'll quit my job here, Tim Hortons. <laughs> like, this management job is never going to happen. Yeah. Maybe that's why what do you want? <laughs> um, do you have anything that's gluten free? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah. Man, it's. It's a tough city, <laughs> but you don't realize it, it like until you go to other places. Like, yeah, you I was in relax. I was on tour down in fucking Atlanta. Keep in mind, we're walking around with two by fours with nails in them right now, <laughs> just to keep the. Di- but I was on tour down in the. States. Manolis looks a bit like Hacksaw Jim Duggan, <laughs> doesn't he? Bit, a little bit. Without the abs. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I was down in the states, and I'm down in Atlanta, and I'm thinking, oh shit, this is the states. Like I, I better watch myself, fucking. The blacks. Yeah, like, fucking, I go there, literally nicest people I've ever met. Like, just like, fuck, can I get you this? Can I get you that? Yeah. Where are you guys from? Uh, I'm I'm actually from uh, Toronto area. I'm a comic. I'm down here doing a show at the Laughing Skull Lounge. Come on in. Come on in. in. Fuck my sister. You want a beer? Oh, that's Patrick's clothes. When he, and he said, when he said, look out for the dog shit, there was literally one perfect dog shit right oh, in the middle of the sidewalk. Like There's dog shit with toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And a business bag. card next to it for an accounting firm. <laughs> Sorry about the mess. I was in a rush. <laughs> um, but yeah, and like even I was in Detroit doing stand-up. People were like, oh, you want to watch out for downtown Detroit? Literally so nice. Like I'm walking around, I'm asking people where the fucking, this one restaurant is because I was trying to hop on an open mic after the show. You go here. Actually, I'll walk you. I'll walk you there. You want me to show you where it is? I'm like, this is the nicest thing I've ever seen. You're from Hamilton. Everything's fucking... So, everyone's yeah. so nice. It was just crazy. Wow. Especially if you're out of town and they find out you're an entertainer. Or a Canadian, too. Canadian. Helps. That's been a big help for my, when my travels is being Canadian. It changes the dynamic a lot of the, of the conversation. Well, you lived in the States for so long, but still, when you travel, you say I'm from Canada. Like, I'm... Always. Yeah. Always. You don't want to be like, I'm from L.A. No, I would never admit to that. <laughs> yeah, I really tell them I'm from a place out an hour outside of Toronto called yeah. Hamilton. Well, that's what I said last night on stage. When people ask me where you're from, I go, uh, halfway between Toronto and Niagara Falls. About halfway. Yeah, I use Niagara Toronto. Falls, even though it's really not that close. No. What is Niagara Falls, two and a half hours from here? No, no, no. Niagara Falls is like 35 minutes. 35 minutes. There you go. <laughs> it just felt like two and a half hours. 
And I'm doing the uh, the trail in Niagara Falls. What's it called? You said it's oh, terrible. Vapor trails. It's yeah, some guy's living room. They Is turned it? into a fucking. Uh, Speakeasy. Well, I actually I headlined there, and I was like, "Fucking stoners, eh?" They're probably sitting around in some guy's living room. And they're like, "You know what'd be sick? Bringing if, show business to we, us. If we just did what we're doing now, but we put a cash register in here, yeah. we sell fucking munchies, we build a stage, and now it's a venue. It's like, yeah. oh fuck. We'll uh, we'll take the fridge door off and call it a restaurant. <laughs> yeah, it's a sliding door. Fucking, I, I just, I mean, the show was good. I, like. I don't usually do a lot of weed rooms just because I don't smoke weed. I can't, and I think they can sense that. And when I'm on stage trying to do the show, and I'm like, "What's the deal with marijuana? It makes me nervous." Yeah, well, like, you kind of look like an off-duty cop. <laughs> yeah, also, that's too. I walk in, everyone puts their stash away, but these guys are fucking—they're dabbing and stuff in the in the venue. I'm on stage, and I'm like like four feet taller than everyone else because I'm on the stage. All the smoke's going up to me. I do an hour set. <laughs> about 35 minutes in I'm like what was I saying what was I talking about yeah that happened to a friend of mine I had a couple of comments come out from Finland and uh, one of them smoked casually and the other one didn't do anything and they were waiting the one guy he's waiting he didn't get on until like the 90 minute mark yeah and he's he gets on stage he had a panic attack because he was too high <laughs> and the audience is like he goes I'm too high and they're like yeah <laughs> And yeah, it was I hilarious. I feel my heartbeat. They're like, either can we? Yeah, it was like, he's alive. It's just so crazy because I've been in those situations where you start fucking panicking because you're hot. Well, I just don't, I don't do any drugs. I just fucking drink. So, but like trying to explain to a stoner how you feel and be so honest about it. Like, I just, I don't feel right. And I, I, I my heart's racing and all this stuff. They're like, yeah, you know. Yeah. We've been doing this since we were fucking 16. This is how we relax now. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't... I, that's why I never get, like, weed for anxiety. Like, weed gives me anxiety. Like, just... If someone's talking about weed for too long, I start to get fucking reaching for my phone, looking for my car keys. Like, I gotta get out of here. I think... And that happened to me in the early stages of it. But then you kind of learn the, uh, the, the let go and have some... Because you becomes... You get very in, internal... And yeah. overanalyzing, and it's not worried about uh, the, the freak out is so much as why I'm I have anxiety over this well, yeah. thing, and I find it's, it can be some self therapeutic. Yeah, you know, I think it's like why do I feel like why do I fear? Yeah, why I'm do I fear feeling me? You know, what? So, so I think I, I some someone described it to me where they're like they're talking about doing mushrooms. And they're like, oh, you would have a terrible time on mushrooms. Wow. I'm like, oh, I know that. I'm like, I don't even smoke weed. They're like, well, the great problem is, is you're too much of a control freak. You control too much of your life. You control all your shows. You control all your fucking bookings. You control this. You can't just let go. Because you're like, you think letting go is being weak. And you have to control that. And that feeling there is enough to give you anxiety even when you're not stoned. So, they're like, just don't but do mushrooms. Mush oh, you should totally do mushrooms. <laughs> I totally uh, think that at least once... Yeah. It's not like you're going to get addicted. You hear uh, uh, Eric's hooked on shrooms. <laughs> what? <laughs> he started casually. Now he has to do them all the time. I guess that is true. It's not something you get hooked on. Yeah. And uh, what, a, what a ride. What a ride. <laughs> see, I can't see. I can't. The, the, the time for it, too. Because apparently it lasts for hours. And you just can't control it. That gives me fucking crazy well, you, anxiety. Supposed to control it. Well, that's the point. So gonna, we're gonna do mushrooms tonight. <laughs> You're having a panic I feel attack. Like I'm on mushrooms right now. Uh, I just start breathing heavy. Come on, man. I don't need this kind of pressure. <laughs> I crack on the podcast. All right, I'll do it. 
Help me be, help me be a better comic. I think it does. Hallucinogenics do help your broaden your horizons. You know, I don't think there's any permanent brain damage from that. I think if you look at the guy sleeping on the floor next to us, you might disagree. <laughs> Is he here? No. Uh, oh, we'll pass one soon. Yeah, I, say, I just found remnants. I saw a fucking uh, paper bag, so it won't be one far. But, again, the downtown core is looking better every day. Fucking beautiful buildings. They got this, uh, they got all the old, like, instead of wiping off the graffiti, they're hiring people to do graffiti. Yeah. If you can't beat them, join them. Yeah. We have a graffiti wall. We have a graffiti safe area for you guys to come. That's the same thing in the city with the abuse towards women. They actually have a, a warehouse where they <laughs> purely just fight bare knuckles <laughs> with their spouses. <laughs> I have to get a business card from it, free from you. All right, let's take a break, and uh, we'll be right back after these messages. And we are back. What's happening? Oh, let's do some dates. Still downtown. What do we got here? So, uh, April first, Absinthe Club Hamilton. April second, Overtime Sports Bar in Kingston. Uh, Cafe de Cup, Ottawa. Smiling Buddha, Toronto, April 6th. The Fox Berry and Club NV Brantford and Detour Music Hall, St. Catharines. And then there'll be some shows added in Toronto, uh, Sweden, Finland, Germany, I think Poland. And then uh, I'll be back. Uh, that will be the month of June, so that should be good. Are you uh, are you going anywhere? Uh, yeah, on my phone. Hold on, one sec. I'll pull up my dates. <laughs> Tim Hortons. Tim Hortons. My mom's house. Uh, oh God. <laughs> would you do those near puke? <laughs> like when you send me the Snapchats, are oh you God. shitting? Yeah. Oh, I it's send it. You get those? <laughs> yeah. I think you were the first, actually. <laughs> so you send them to me. And the shit, it happens, you do it every day. So the shit has come, become, you know, I'm dead to that. But it's the puke noises you make at the end. Yeah, when you're like, it smells bad. I'm like, oh my god, I'm yeah. gonna puke. Cause Cause I, when I'm doing it, I have a finger of shit in my mouth. <laughs> so it makes me nauseous. Oh, the gay bar closed. What was it, Caesars? Uh, there's no one behind there. Embassy. There is one behind, isn't there? <laughs> you have to go. Oh the, no, there it is over there. You have to go in the back door to get there. When when I uh, wasn't really getting too many shows, I was booking shows at that gay bar here in uh, Gore Park, and uh, w- oddly enough, that's where Ben Guy used to do Club Fifty Four when it oh, was televised. Yeah. I just did. I did Bannisters too. I did Club Fifty Four recently. It was a fucking shit show. <laughs> no, were people there? There was people there, but it was like people from fucking Bancroft and like the country. And Ben was still doing jokes like it was 1980. He's like, "What's the deal with fucking backy stuff?" I'm like, "Oh my god!" And all these people are like, "I don't know what is Ben." <laughs> and they're like, "Yeah, backies." Uh, and then I get up there. I'm like, "Ah, what's the deal with, you know, whatever?" That racist <laughs> cunt. <laughs> yeah. And then this is the best part. It was a torrential downpour uh, storm that day. And I draw, I almost hydroplane and spin out on the fucking Skyway Bridge. There's one problem with going to the show. Then, Club 54 is so fucking old, there's leaks in the ceiling everywhere. There's leaks all over the fucking ceiling. So they had buckets in the ceiling tiles, like the foam ceiling tiles. Yeah. 
fucking <laughs> they're, they're filling up it's raining all day so the buckets start to overflow and soak into the into the fucking thing so they're like this next comic he's toured around and he's on ytv he's on mtv please welcome eric johnston i start walking to the stage a 50 fucking liter bucket falls through the ceiling lands on the stage and soaks the first five rows of people <laughs> and i welcome the Greenland. <laughs> i get up there and i'm like Okay, guys, uh, I, that, first of all, just almost hit me, but can we, you know, salvage this set? Can we do, can I do some jokes? People are fucking toweling off. Someone then, throws a dead cat on you <laughs> when you're trying to wrap up the show. <laughs> yeah. Literally, people are like, uh, like, and anyone who didn't get splashed, everyone in the rows behind them are like, what happened here? What happened there? What, uh, what? <laughs> Everyone's trying to figure out, oh, that fucking 50-liter bucket just fell through the ceiling and almost killed the comic. And then I'm like, thanks everyone, good night. Fucking Ben goes up, does some more racist, homophobic shit. And then he calls out a fucking prop comic. A prop comic closed out the show mm -hmm. from like 1980. Well, the, the, describe the decor of the 54. It's like, it's like spring break, Florida, 88. <laughs> yeah. They got like, isn't it like fake palm trees? There's fake palm trees. Yeah. It's all neon. All the fucking bartenders have fucking blowouts, guys and girls. Oh yeah, the Kim Mitchells. <laughs> they call uh, Scott calls it the Skullet. <laughs> yeah, and it's just like just oh. you walk in there and it's just like it smells like piss and fucking cocaine. And yeah. Miami Vice playing on the TV and it's not to be ironic. No, it's the security cameras. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was a hell show. But I got some good shows coming up. Uh, April fifth, I'm at Absolute Comedy. I'm opening for Frank Spadone. Uh, oh, Frankie. Yeah. Uh, April 11th, I'm at the Alt Dot at the Rivoli. Uh, April 15th, 120 Diner and Vape on the Lake. April 19th, Cameron House and Comedy Bar, same night. Uh, April 23rd, I'm here in Hamilton, Club Absinthe. Uh, and then April 29th, I'm opening for Frank again uh, at Premier Comedy in Whippy. So that's April. Nice, yeah, Frank's good people. We did a lot of hell gigs together. Well, Fr Frank's great, and I, like, because I grew up in Stony Creek, I grew up in an Italian neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I started writing a lot of being a white kid in an Italian neighborhood stuff, and it fucking blew up because not only do the white people love it, but Italians love that you're you're talking about them. So Crossover. Yeah, they're like, this is perfect. Put them on everything. So I've had the opportunity to open for Frank about six or seven times now, and he really likes me and. It's just crazy to me where I like I grew up idolizing Frank and watching his stuff on Just for Laughs. Now he's calling me on the phone just to shoot the shit. Like, <laughs> how's it going? I'm like, I'm good. Hi, Frank. Do a lot of people describe that as a, a rock bottom <laughs> when they're calling I'm you. Call Eric Johnson and see what he has to say. Oh, he'll bring me around. His girlfriend <laughs> just left him, and I love my wife. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, let's talk about that. Let's get it out. Get it out in the boat. So uh, your girlfriend left you because you're untalented. <laughs> Uh, pretty much. No, uh, that's probably the reason I stopped talking to you for about a year. <laughs> I uh, no, we uh, we broke up for now. I, uh, for now, <laughs> I don't know. Are you planning on getting back together? No, I I gotta focus on. I'm gonna be sick. <laughs> I gotta focus on what I'm trying to do. And comedy is. Like, She's done. You were saying to me, it's comedy. over. <laughs> comedy. Let it go. <laughs> you got thing. dumped. Yeah. Well, I was the one who said it, but her actions were the one that made me say it. You know, I just had the balls to say it first, and I think we should break up. But, but more importantly, who gives a fuck? <laughs> it's over. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, hey, buddy! I was supposed to get married on New Year's. Yeah. That was a fucking bullet I dodged. <laughs> Holy fuck. Yeah, well, yeah it's difficult to have a relationship uh, 
in in this business, it's almost impossible. Well, it's just it was for me. It was like now it's ironic because now I'm doing the best I've ever done. I've got shows all over the place. Wow, don't get comfortable. Well, That's not gonna last. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but she's been with me for three years while I'm doing shitty fucking open mics, and the second that I. You know that I start doing what like better just for laugh showcase and all that kind of stuff. She decides now this is she's had enough. She's had enough of the. Well, you got to keep in mind. I don't know her personally, but you also I find too is when you start to achieve these levels of success, sometimes the person you're involved with thinks that you're going to leave them because you got better things going on in those moments. Yeah. And then it becomes a power struggle, and and directly the relationship sabotaged. Because of the, the 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 angst and worry of, I'm I'm gonna get fucked over on this one, and uh, they usually do. Yeah. Everybody gets fucked over. Nothing's forever. It's over. Well, what I said to him. That was a guy on a unicycle, by the way. <laughs> he had one of those big horns that you get on trucks. He oh, my buddy it. has that in Vancouver. He's got one of those extended the dually truck pickup trucks yeah. with a train horn in it. <laughs> and holy fuck, is it it. We'll clear a street. Yeah. <laughs> all the fucking it's not heads a, on West Hastings all fucking oh, look for their shit. Shit. Yeah, you, what year were you in Vancouver? I was in Vancouver 2010 to 2011. Uh, I was here for 12 months exactly, September to September. What was your motive just to change the scenery? Well, no, I, I went out there to go to the Vancouver Film School on the corner of Camby and West Hastings. And that was a 12-month program. And while I was there, that's where I started doing stand-up. Uh, 2010, five years ago, or six years ago, um, Johnny Scoop, uh, his comic promoter out there, put me oh, on. I know Johnny. Yeah, he put me on. Uh, hey, Johnny. Yeah, hey, Johnny. If you're Johnny's listening. a good guy. I just thanked him in my stand-up special because he gave me my first uh, show ever. I had a place called the Kingston Comedy at the Kingston. I think I've done that room. Yeah, and it's in a base. Actually, a great room. Mm-hmm. And from there, I did my first show on November 1st, and by the first week of December, I was doing three shows a week. So. I started off pretty strong, and I did well, and I haven't stopped since. So, yeah, so, yeah. Vancouver's rivaling Toronto as far as stage time and and uh, community. It's that. really grown. When I started, it was it was yuck yucks and laugh lines, and uh, it was uh, it was that was it. We were going to uh, poetry readings at cafes. Yeah. Oh, it was terrible. They hated us. Well, I did. A, well, I, can't, I could imagine them hating you at a poetry oh. reading. But fucking. And my buddy Brad doing wrestling. He, he Brad Break. I yeah. started with big rest. He toured with Piper. Okay. Jake the Snake. Yeah. Didn't you just have Jake I, the Snake? I, I just opened for Jake uh, three shows. Fantastic. Yeah. And opened for Mick Foley too. Ah, yeah, yeah. Well, because my dad was a wrestler, all these old wrestlers know him, so they think that all these guys are all our bodies are all fucking you know sandpaper these days. Their bones are made of sand. Yeah. So they want to do on these spoken word tours and go on tour, and you're a, need a you're comic to open for them. Who and gets? It. Yeah, and I'm a I'm a, a wrestler's son, so it's the perfect storm. I've opened for Mick and Jake the Snake. Twice. That sounds like a gay porn title, The Wrestler's Son. <laughs> the Wrestler's Son. Is yes, yes, here. we can keep walking. No, the police station's right there. Let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Here's our car. No, oh, let's get in that one then. Yeah. All right, so we're, we're on our way to Yuck Yucks. It's the amateur night. I'm going to go yell at Patrick, and uh, it'll be good. Can I? Uh, no, I'm not going to open the trunk yet. I'm just get this shit out of the way. That's that. It's fucking cold out in the boot. 
Put the, there we go. Put the Oof. backpack on top of the blow-up doll. Yeah, we got a blow-up doll here in the back. We did a whole Hamilton tour today. We went to Eastgate Square, walked around downtown Hamilton. Yeah. Just gotta get stabbed. Just gotta go to Dundurn Castle at midnight and get a blowjob from a fucking drifter. <laughs> I didn't. I found out that that's a cruising zone recently. That place and the. You fucking, just found out. I just found out so when you I went. You just for a thought walk. you were the special one getting blowjobs there. <laughs> oh, everybody's doing this. I thought it was a special bush, like Jesus or something. You stand it, but Joshua that, Tree. <laughs> that place and uh, apparently by a wild waterworks down on uh, the. Yeah. Uh, by the beach there, the beach strip. That apparently that's a huge cruising zone too. That's a lot of risk to get your dick sucked by a stranger. Well, that, like I always think, like fucking. How hard is it? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. Oh, because my ex. From the. <laughs> oh, there's a drag show here. This is a new. Uh, this is a drag bar right here, Steel no. Lounge. I did a show there in the basement, and or not the basement, but the main floor. But upstairs is they do like these fucking drag shows. Uh-huh. Um, with guys. Is it weird seeing your uncles like that? <laughs> yeah, it is. I'm like, Uncle John, what are you doing? I'm uh, trying to get fucked. Get out of my way. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. You're a beautiful woman. Um, but yeah, I'm doing shows. And I guess the change room to go upstairs oh, to be drag is well, right I'm next to my cock up. It's <laughs> right next to the stage for the downstairs. And about three hard dicks. <laughs> so I'm doing material and I'm trying not to be fucking homophobic and stuff even though i'm not not to be well no i'm not but it's like we're in a place like that they're so isn't your uh your alarm on your phone set to hey i hate queers (laughs) something like that is my dance background coming out um but like you don't really because they're so ready to pounce on anyone who's not being like pc and like we're well yeah you could you could figure you growing up you're ostracized by the, the 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 community for so long now it's not an issue being gay it's kind of passe it's not as a, a, a hot topic as it once was 10, 20 now years ago. Now it's trans, right? And guys fucking... Like, there was... I read in an interview, I think it was Gavin McInnes, where he's like, what's wrong with just being gay? You know, why can't these people just be gay anymore? <laughs> well, everyone wants to stand under some sort of uh, banner. It gives them some sort of uh, yeah. community. And uh, But uh, gay, straight, black... It, there's assholes in all communities. Yeah. You know, it's just all about cutting the fucking horse shit. Yeah. Horseshit, Joey. <laughs> but yeah, anyways, good good room for show. If you were gonna bang a tranny, hey, let me finish. <laughs> I was like ready. Sorry, to when we go to Thailand in December, <laughs> Actually, what do you what do you think? Uh, uh, what do you think you'd take? A feminine one, or would you just go like five o'clock shadow and coveralls <laughs> with an Adam's apple as big as her fucking balls? Hey, don't make it gross. <laughs> no, I don't know. I think I think it would have to be a, a more feminine one for sure. Ew! Uh, you know, I don't. You want you want to, you want to fuck a guy head. that looks like a girl? <laughs> Ew! You got your wires crossed, buddy. <laughs> I want I want a, a a tranny that looks like Brutus from Popeye. <laughs> kind of guy that will fuck you up the ass and help you move a fridge. <laughs> Yeah, I knew no matter what I said there, I was going to get fucking chirped. If I would have said masculine guy, you were like, oh, yeah. Welcome back to the city, asshole. <laughs> it sentenced me up to just fucking kill me. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know. You we can should. answer. We're all waiting. We should go to Thailand. I, you know, I'm going in December. I'm going to spend the whole month there. Really? Apparently, it's pretty cheap. I was talking to a guy in Calgary Airport. He's like, you just go to Thailand. 20 bucks, you can fucking get anything you want. You know what? I was there. And you can get everything. You know what I got? Herpes. <laughs> that comes free. That is free. <laughs> and the only thing they at the airport, they give you a carrot peeler to take the barnacle off your mushroom. <laughs> <laughs> Gross again. Oh, God. Well, 
We're still driving. We're downtown now. We're now we're driving the thing we just walked. Yeah. Which is actually a lot safer. Yeah. Until you get to a fucking red light and then it's all over. Yeah. People just climbing the windows and start <laughs> licking your neck. Do you have a cigarette? That was perfect. I missed that. At the beginning of the show, we had a some no-breasted streetwalker. Yeah. I was almost thinking about say, well, cigarettes cool, but wouldn't you like to have a hot meal and a and a dick up your ass? <laughs> In what order? You don't know. Well, she can eat while I fuck her. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm a gentleman. She, she eats roast beef while you do. It feels weird coming out of my mouth when you fucking say <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm going to be like Jason, fucking roast beef pussy. Then I say it, and it's like, it sounds like a fucking accountant. <laughs> <laughs> that happens. All, uh, friends and uh, coworkers alike will be together doing shows for long periods of time, and, and it becomes, it's like a virus. Oh, yeah, you, it's, you, you, it's, it's a terrible, I put thoughts. It's crazy when we first met, I was like terrified of you. I think... You know, cause well, that's enough for the show. Because <laughs> the I only knew the character, right? And then you fucking oh, this is this is you've seen me off stage. It's yeah. not far from the on. Oh no, it's very close, <laughs> but it's less like he's gonna kill I'm me. I'm terrifying. Yeah, it's pretty scary. But now it's like, oh, there's Jay. Let's I'll talk. Bite your goddamn face. <laughs> uh, oh, I thought this was a parking spot. It's not. Is it? What do we got here? Eight thirty. It's eight fifteen. So, or 8.30 yeah. or 8.20 and uh, we just pulled up to the show I guess we'll take a wander into uh, to the Yuck Yucks I wonder if I should I'll just I'll stay leave that there we'll leave the shit here because then I'll probably end up driving you home and then my bag is in the is in the back seat but I can yeah. put it in the trunk okay we'll put that in the well, trunk well I actually know what this is it'll park in the spot so this, where is this there podcast food? well there's it's below an anchor bar but I don't well, you're trying to eat clean I don't think you want to eat an anchor bar they got fucking fried chicken poutine. Um, fried chicken poutine? <laughs> yeah, it's like that. Oh, I don't know. No. Uh, but we, we should go get some food because I'm fucking starving. You told me you were going for sushi at six. I'm like, sushi, great. I won't yeah, eat, I know, I won't eat anything. My, and then fucking, he's like, nah, fucking, we're not going. I'm like, huh. My anger towards it today was, I couldn't face him. I slept outside of that Coliseum. The cops, well, what is it now? It's First Ontario Center. First Ontario Center was Cops Coliseum. And uh, 1988, I slept out. It was like minus 30, and we slept outside for Metallica tickets. Yeah, you can put yeah. that on your don't give a shit list. <laughs> uh, eighth row floor seats. My ears rung for three days. I remember walking home across the roof of the uh, Jackson Square, and I was like, "Oh no, I'm gonna have to sing in the Who now." <laughs> oh, 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 I can't, I can't. Oh, you can't park here. No parking. Yeah. Fuck. It looks like there's, they've opened up the city a little more for parking. They too. did. You know what is crazy? You could park anywhere down here, and you can get away with parking. You fucking park in a hospital zone and never get a ticket. And then now, I guess they're like, oh, wait, people are parking in bad places. Let's give them all tickets. I got like six tickets in one fucking week. Ugh. Like there goes a week of shows. I'm paying for parking tickets. Yes, it's a, it's a fucking racket. I took the biggest dump at that guy's house last night. <laughs> it was. It moved up the schedule. I shouldn't have been awake at 4 a.m., but I had log jam. <laughs> well, fuck. I was no, I was very disappointed because it was about three Snapchats back to back. It would have been 30 seconds. What do you call that in hockey, a hat trick? <laughs> yeah, I think so. You know what they call it in a fetish night? What's that? You eat too much, I can't do push-ups. <laughs> um, we should tell the story about how we partied in the wrong person's house for a good fucking half hour. Yeah, that was weird. We walk in, 
it was next door and he's like what are you guys doing here I'm like oh we're, we're here to party he's like this is the best as we're leaving the bar the guy's like yeah go ahead go to my house there's beer in the fridge whatever do what you do what you want I'll blow up my soon. toilet yeah so we walk into this guy's house he's actually the fucking he's the main editor in chief of View Magazine in Hamilton that's the guy yeah so fuck I've been trying to get on the cover for View for like fucking six years oh, and we walk into this guy's house he's standing he's like hey how's it going guys I'm like you're yeah, not bad I just reach into his fridge in front of him pull out a beer I'm like you want one he's like no, I'm good. And then we fucking we go in there. He's got he's just standing like so. What's what's going on, guys? Why are you here? Like whatever. Like oh, we're just waiting for so and so. He said, come on in. And and he wasn't telling us that we were in the wrong house. Yeah, that was weird. And then all of a sudden he's like, oh, uh, if you're going to so and so's house, it's actually it's next door. Like we've been partying. I'm like, why is this guy such a narc? Why is he so concerned about what we're doing in this guy's house? Well, like, the sink wouldn't flush. <laughs> so that's a red flag for any house party. <laughs> He's like, hey, don't don't make a mess or anything, and you're fucking doing log father in this guy's bathroom. Yeah, I had a bar stool in the bathroom, <laughs> hanging a two tier coiler right in the fucking drain. <laughs> I think someone was sick in that bathroom. Oh fuck! Well, that's the show, everybody. <laughs> uh, we're gonna go in and uh, do. I'm gonna do a little uh, tune-up for the big show on Friday. That's again April first, Club Absinthe. I think it's gonna be the best show of the tour. I think so, yeah. And then uh, look for dates, upcoming dates in New York for my uh, my move to the, uh, the either Queens or Brooklyn. I think I'm looking. Yeah, May first. Oh shit! I, didn't I, I come to Canada for a little bit to uh, sharpen my skill set, and then uh, off to New York. Uh, Thanks for listening to the show. You can uh, go to my Instagram. I'm pretty on point with uh, my little photojournalism. There's all kinds of weird shit on that. And thanks for uh, listening to the uh, Safe Word podcast. And uh, bye. Safe Word! Safe Word! Safe Word! Safe Word! Don't kiss me on the mouth. Don't ask if you're hurting me. And if you hear the safe word, stop what you're doing immediately. Do you have pantyhose? (laughs) 